Alright, this is my first podcast, and I'm not really sure what most people do on podcasts. I think some people, like, make stories and read them or stuff. Or some people react to things or collab with another podcast. I don't know how this stuff works, but I figured, you know what? YOLO. Uh, let's create a podcast today. (laughs) And so, that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm just gonna tell you a story. It's, It's not a long story, it's... Probably less than 10 minutes. But, I mean, why not? No one probably wants to hear about this, but whatever. Who cares? You get to deal with it. So, (laughs) this is the story of how I got Impetigo. I'm not sure if you're really, like, familiar with Impetigo. But, it's basically like this thing that's contagious. Here, let me look it up really quick. Impetigo. Alright. Ew, it is nasty. I forgot it looked that bad. (laughs) Okay, so it's very common, right? And it's basically red sores that form around the nose and mouth. What? I think not. Okay, I got this on my knee. I did not get this on my mouth. Let's make that clear. Anyway... (laughs) So it's basically like these sores that just come up, and they're contagious, apparently. And this is what the doctor said I have. I'm no expert at all. I don't know if that's what I even actually had, but that's what they said I had. I'm going to trust the doctors. Uh, Probably shouldn't have trusted the doctors, since they didn't know I was allergic to this medicine. They gave it... I don't know. I don't know. It (laughs) doesn't matter. But I trusted the doctors. I was like, yeah, no, impetigo. Okay. So, so basically, I had to, like, cover it up with this rag and stuff. But I'm, I'm going to say how I got it. So, I have this little group of friends in my small neighborhood. It's really small. It's this, like, circle neighborhood with, like, a tiny circle attached to it. So, basically, just think of an apple. That's my neighborhood. <laughs> Houses on both sides of the street. It's just a circle and a circle. It's basically irrelevant. You can't even see, like, the sign of the neighborhood when you're going on the highway and it plus to add to that it's a small town it's one of those really rich and conceited towns but I live in like that that neighborhood that you just think oh crackhead (laughs) I'm not rich we'll just say that and I was really young at the time so I was living with my parents (laughs) and so basically it was it was uh, they decided that they were gonna break in it's like four kids right and they were gonna show this new kid around basically, and they wanted to show him this ditch that connects, like, another part of the neighborhood to mine, but both sides have fences up, so you have to jump the fence to get over there, right? There's a lot of bushes and stuff, like, it's not a kept-up ditch, and it's one that most people in the neighborhood don't know about, but a bunch of these kids know about it, right? And so they dragged me over, and I'm not down with the idea at all. I did not want to show them. I was not in the mood for this. I did not have the patience for this, but they were like, no, you're coming. So basically, they told me to get my shoes on, and they didn't tell me what we were doing at first. And I was like, okay. So I'm over here putting on my shoes, very naive. And I walk out there, and they drag me across the neighborhood, right? And there's this new kid. I don't want to say his name. We're just going to call him Brandon. <laughs> we're going to call him Brandon. We're going to call the other main girl of the story Chanel. So Brandon and Chanel. Okay. So, uh,. 
So this new kid, Brandon, Chanel was, like, trying to get close to him. I guess she liked him or something. She was going to show him around the neighborhood, so she drags me with them. And <laughs> there was a few, I think there was, like, two other people, but they, they don't really matter in this story. So basically, Chanel told Brandon to go up to the gate. Brandon goes up to the gate of this other house. I didn't know they were going to break into someone's backyard. I thought they were just jumping the fence between the two houses, but no. Chanel thought this was a great idea to go and break into this person's house while they weren't there and then go through their back gate and jump over their back gate to get into the other neighborhood and show him a ditch. Like, what? Okay, great idea, Chanel. <laughs> 500 IQ. It's all good. It's all good. Good memories. <laughs> so he goes and he's fidgeting with the gate, you know. He's trying to picklock it because he's... He, I know this now. He was in like this weird... It was basically like ROTC, but his mom put in him, put him in it. I can't speak. <laughs> so his mom basically put him in it, and they do like this military training. Him and his brother do it, cause I still go, I still go to school with him. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and it's been a few years, but so I know that now. And he's over there fidgeting with the gate, and I was like, you know, I'll look out. I'll be the guard for y'all, since they weren't home. And you know, you never know when someone's gonna come home. They could come home a minute later. They can come home three hours later. Who knows? So I was like. I'm not down with the idea. I'll look out for y'all. And so she's like, no, no, no. You got to come over here with us. I can't go into the back of the ditch without you. And I was like, <laughs> I was really thinking in my head. I was like, look, girl, I know you have a crush on this ROTC, dude. But that doesn't mean I need to be your babysitter, alright? I really don't feel like looking after these two kids that have a crush on each other. I'm not in the best mood today. I'm not down to jump gates. I'm not down to break into the back of someone's house i'm just not with that and she was like come on you really have to come with us and i was like no and so she started dragging me like by my arm down the road right like across the road and <laughs> and i saw the car coming back like down the street and i knew it was their car because i've lived there basically since kindergarten and this took place in like sixth grade and so i lived there a while and I was like, that's their car, we need to go. And so I yelled out to Rylan, I told him, the, I was basically like, run, oh shoot, I called him. Alright, his name's Rylan. Not really, but. Alright, uh, shh, no one heard that. His, his name's Brandon. So I called out to Brandon, and I was like, yo Brandon, you gotta run. And so Chanel's dragging me still. And then she looks up, sees the car, and I slip and fall, basically. And she's still dragging me. And my knee gets scraped across, like, the entire road. So I'm basically just being dragged across the road by this girl that's not going to lie. She was, like, I was really small. She was, like, half my height and half my, uh, my weight. She was a little bit bigger than me. But... So I was getting dragged across the road, and I get up, and we're both, we're all running down the neighborhood, you know, like, we're trying to get away, we ain't trying to get caught, I'm definitely not trying to get caught, I wasn't trying to do this in the first place, let me make that very clear, but <laughs> she was like, no, 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 you have to, so we leave, and I'm the only one that caught physically injured by this, I have this giant 
scratch. It's not even a scratch. It looks like I got stabbed in the knee. <laughs> so it's like gushing blood out. I know that's not the best picture to put in your head. I'm sorry if you're eating or something, but <laughs> that's what happened. So <laughs> my knee is like bleeding out and <laughs> we're running away. And I I have a bit of a high pain tolerance that I guess you'll find out in another story or something. I don't know. But <laughs> she... Ooh, she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. And so I was kind of mad at them because if you know me, you know I really don't like scratches. I don't know, something about them. I'm just, no, no, just leave me alone, scratches. I don't like that. I'm not down with that. So <laughs> I was kind of mad at them. I went home and it never healed because I got scratched where my two bug bites were and it just... It never healed back up, and my mom was always like, we should probably go to the doctor's office, but me and my dad were like, no, it's not a big deal, you're just being paranoid. She got offended by that, obviously, because we called my mom paranoid. She doesn't like that. <laughs> but, um, so, we ended up going to the doctor about two weeks later, and it was, it was really bad. It did not look good. And so we went there, and she checked it out, and she was like, no, 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 this impetigo. And I was like, what's impetigo? And she was like, what's on your knee? So <laughs> I had to wear this brace around, like, not a brace, but it was like, I guess it was athletic tape. It wasn't athletic tape. Shoot. It was like, it was basically bandages. And it was like wrapped around my knee. And I had to wear that for like a month <laughs> because it wouldn't go away. And this was during the time that we had to go and visit the next school because my schools are like kindergarten through third grade uh fourth through sixth and then seventh through eighth and then ninth through twelfth so I had to go to visit the next school and I had this giant brace on right <laughs> my brace fell off when we went into the band room just because they were like gonna play a song for us it it was just not a good experience overall. I do not suggest getting impetigo. You're going to get kind of embarrassed. And people are going to ask you what it is. And you're going to have to be like, oh yeah, I got impetigo. So basically, I had this contagious thing on my knee. Y'all don't want to touch it. <laughs> not a good thing to have. I do not recommend. But yeah, so that's how I got impetigo. That's why I have a bunch of scars on my knee still. Because they are still there. They leave their mark. They indeed do. But, so, that's basically my first story that I have told on a podcast. Um, so, yeah. Follow me on Instagram at... Damn. I really just forgot my name. Hold on. What's my name? Under... Uh, all, like... I can't speak. <laughs> All lowercase K-A-I-D-E-N dot M-C-K. That's my Instagram. You know, you should probably follow me. I'm on private, but, you know, I'll accept you. <laughs> I probably sound like a stupid... I don't know. I sound like an idiot. But, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, I guess. See you next time. I'm out. Peace. This is the second story that I have to tell in my episode because apparently there are segments and I did not know that. So let's make it a bit longer. So the another story I have is the time I got surgery, right? I got it on my right hand and they had to put a pin in my finger. And I, 
I've always been scared of like two things, right? So ever since I was little, there were two things I was scared of. I was scared of surgery and of planes. Like I've never been on a plane. It's just I think, you know, it's going to blow up. And with surgery, come on, that, that's pretty normal. You know, I'm scared of surgery. I don't want someone picking in my body. The Painkillers. What if I wake up? You know, it's normal things like that that I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want that. I'm completely against the idea of it. So, no, I think not. <laughs> we'll do that another time. But of course, with my luck, I ended up having to go through surgery. So, basically, what happened was me and my friend Ava, uh, we decided, because we had Heelys, because those were a big thing, but we decided that once my other friend Madison had left, that we were going to go and we were going to play basketball up near like the tennis court in her neighborhood because she lives in a pretty big neighborhood. But we were going to go play basketball in her Heelys. So <laughs> we basically were just skirting around, you know, doing what we do because <laughs> gangsters got to do what gangsters do, you know. <laughs> but we were doing that. And we're just playing basketball as normal. There's no one else there. And so basically there was this hill that went up. And then there was this other tiny hill. And then there was the tennis court and the basketball court. When we we were done with that, me and her were going up and down the hill in our heelys. Because it's fun, you know. You gotta do some stupid stuff. You gotta live, man. You really gotta be out there doing you. So (laughs) we decided that we were going to do that. And me being as stupid as I am, forgot to tie my shoe, right? So my shoe wasn't tied. I probably looked down. I'm not going to lie. I probably looked down and was like, oh, my shoe isn't tied. Who cares? Whatever. Let's go down the hill. So I go down the hill <laughs> and the the lace got stuck in the, like, the wheel part. And I basically flew down the hill. And I looked like a penguin. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty famous for being a penguin. There have been times when I've... Dove headfirst into a trampoline at like a trampoline park, and they called that the penguin. And then there was a time that I slid across the floor in class, and I was named the penguin. I'm just pretty known for being a penguin. So <laughs> I looked like a penguin yet again, and my friends started laughing, and I was laughing too, right? But at the same point, I was kind of hurting, you know. And so I get up, and I think nothing's wrong. I look down at my hand; it's a little pale. But I just have, like, the smallest scratch. I'm like, you know what? This is doable. Let's get up and go again. And I was like, yeah, I tried to get up with my hand, and it hurt really bad. I was like, yeah, no, 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 Ava. Can you please go get your fr- your family, you know, so that I can go back to the house? Because I'm sure some ice will do it, you know? But... Uh, so basically Ava has asthma and she's running down the hill because she's freaking out at this point because I have a really high pain tolerance and (laughs) she's not used to ever hearing me say I'm hurt I need to go to your house and get some ice so we've been friends since kindergarten she knows me really well and so she starts freaking out and she's like Hayden oh my god are you okay okay I'll go get my parents um I'm so sorry I'll be right back I'll be right back and so she's running down this hill in Heelys and she has asthma her asthma's going off she's like (laughs) so like a few minutes later a few cars pass by and they're probably staring at me like what is this kid doing on the ground what are they doing because I'm I literally I remember she left and I screamed because I was mad at myself because I didn't tie my shoe right (laughs) because I don't I don't cry over pain. I'm just getting really mad at myself because I'm that stupid. 
<laughs> and so I they probably thought I was insane. I need to go to an insane asylum, which in their case I could I can see that. You know, I mean, there's a random kid on the floor bleeding out, but they're screaming. They seem psycho. I understand you, my man. <laughs> but she comes back up the hill a few minutes later with her mom and her sisters, because she had two sisters, and they had a friend over. And Miss Stephanie comes up the hill. She asks to see my hand, and I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I just need a bag of ice. She looks at my hand. She has the worst expression on her face. Like, she is scared lifeless. She looks like she's seen a ghost. And she immediately takes out her phone and calls my mom, and I'm like, what? And she's like, uh, nothing, sweetie. Let's just get you to the house quickly and get you some ice. So she's calling my mom, and she sounded a bit worried. She was like, Caden fell off the hill and stuff and like that. And <laughs> so she was like, we're going home. She's getting some ice, but you might need to get here quickly. And so my mom immediately hangs up. And she's over here in about, like, 15 minutes flat because we lived a little bit away now. She used to live in my neighborhood, but we lived a bit away now, and she lived in a bigger neighborhood. My mom comes skirting over there in her Jeep. And <laughs> she looks at my hand and immediately goes, we need to go to the ER. And I'm like, Mom, it's not that serious. I just need some ice and some rest. And she's like, no, you need to be in the hospital now. And so we go to the hospital. And we're in there. And I'm like, what are we even doing here? I do not need to be here. At, at least just the doctor, all right? The doctor. That's all we need, Mom. But she's like, no, you need to be in the hospital. And I'm like, no, I really don't. So they put me in the room and they ask me how bad my pain is. And I'm like, zero. I don't need to be here. And they're like, okay. But then they started looking at my hand and they tried to, they immediately put me on like this pain thing. I didn't know really what was going on. But I was asking a lot of questions when they, because they, before they put me on the pain stuff, they had brought up something about surgery. And I'm scared to death about surgery. Not anymore, but before then. And so I start asking a bunch of questions. I'm talking a lot because when I get nervous, I either talk a lot, stutter a lot, like hold my hands together, like really tight and squeeze on my arm. I just do stupid stuff like that or I laugh a lot. <laughs> and so they should, they like bring over this metal thing in the background. It has like these little cages that are shaped like fingers, right? Well, I wake up. Uh, like I don't even know I thought it was a few seconds later apparently it was like 30 minutes later but they were trying to f straighten out my fingers because my hand was that crooked <laughs> and they couldn't do it so they were like yeah we're gonna have to have surgery on her finger and I was like oh my god what did I just get myself into and <laughs> so I have to get surgery on my hand in, in a while and they put, like, this little casting on for them, and then they're like, alright, so after surgery, you can get a new cast, but until then, you have to keep this on. Let me just tell you this before I keep going on. I woke up with a piece of duct tape over my mouth that said, shh, because I was talking too much. That's gotta say something about when I'm nervous, alright? I do talk a lot. I don't talk a lot in life because I'm like, I'm really shy and awkward. But if I'm nervous, holy, you cannot get me to shut up. <laughs> so, little fun fact, I guess. But, yeah. So, I go home and it's it's been a while and I didn't think I needed to be there. I got my lollipop and stuff, but it's been a while and I had to go to surgery and it was 6 in the morning. I didn't want to be up in the first place. I was thirsty. They said I couldn't drink until after the surgery and I was like, no, you want me to wait an hour, but I can't have a drink? 
And I don't, I don't know. I was just really mad about that. And they were like, oh, you can have this. And I was like, no, I don't want that. I came in with this, like, snuggy little pajama set because my mom got it for me because she felt kind of bad. I had to go to surgery. And so I was going to wear that so that I was comfortable when I got out. But no, I had to put on the little, like, dress that you go when you're in a hospital, which I guess I should have, we should have both thought of because, like, I have to get a surgery. They're not going to let me wear my pajamas while they cut open my hands. But I guess neither of us were thinking about that. So they had to put a, f- a pin in my finger so that I would straighten out, right? And so they do that. I wake up. I have this really bad brace. And I've had a few problems with that brace. I never liked that brace. So there's just this giant pin. You can see it sticking out, right? Well, there was this one day later. And I wasn't as scared of um, surgeries after that. But... Either way, there was just this one really bad experience. It's probably one of the worst experiences in my life that I've had. But it's not a good one. And so basically, a few months later, I still had the brace on. I, was, I wasn't I was in school this entire time. It was like three months. But like a month later, I had my brace on. They have to take it out and clean. Like clean around it. And I never liked that. I never liked that. There was just this one day that we could not get that brace off. Or we couldn't get a, like, we got the brace off. It was a little hard. It hurt a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But there was this, (laughs) we could not get the brace back on. And so it was like, we started at like 10 and I wanted to go to sleep, right? I was pretty tired. I didn't want to do the cleaning. And so they go to put the brace back on and I scream. It hurt that bad. Like I have high pain tolerance and this is making my hand hurt so bad. You have no idea. (laughs) And so... They're trying to do that. It's been a few hours, all right? It's like about 1.30 in the morning by then. And I've been playing Crossy Road the entire time, and it's just hurt so bad. They put Crossy Road on so that they wouldn't feel as bad about, like, hurting me because they didn't want to hurt me. They're really good parents. Shout out to them. But they didn't want to hurt me. And I am over here screaming in agony because this hurts so bad. So we ended up having to skirt on over to the hospital I start crying. It's not a good experience. And the guy working that night, it was like 2 in the morning by now. He probably wanted to go to sleep. But this kid comes in crying out of pain. And he has to put the brace on. And so basically we try and make it sweet and quick. It did not work like that. It ended up being like 10 minutes and horrible pain. (laughs) And so they shove the pin. It's just like, it's basically like this giant screwdriver in my hand. So they shove that down. They have to put the brace on. There's like this opening in the brace that they have to put it around but it keeps hitting the pin into my hand I can feel it touching my bone and I'm like oh I do not like this but either way eventually I got the brace off and I got to take the pin out of my hands which it didn't hurt to take the pin out of my hands because for me it doesn't hurt when you look at the thing when it's happening so basically I I stared at my hand while they took this giant pin out and I was like wow, that didn't hurt at all. Why did it hurt so much to put that brace on that one day? But I I, re- I really don't know to this day. <laughs> uh, so they did that, and I eventually had to go into physical training like to get my movement in my hand back because there were two fingers that weren't, like, I broke, I fractured four of my fingers, let me tell you that. I didn't fracture my thumb, but the rest of them, they were dead. <laughs> and it was basically... My index and my pinky were, like, they couldn't move, but they weren't that bad. But my middle and my ring, 
they were so screwed up. Uh, and so I had to go into physical training. Those were the two hardest to mess with. I had this really nice teacher. Her name was Donna. I, I don't know if you call it a teacher, but I had this really nice lady that worked with me, and her name was Donna, and she called me um, Lemon Kitty because I was like a lemon, basically, and she thought I was really sour, but I also reminded her of a cat, so she called me Lemon Kitty. <laughs> Shout out, Donna. I love you. But so she had to work on my hand, and we were trying to get my movement back, and I convinced her that I could make my uh, make a fist, right? And I basically hid my fingers underneath my thumb, and then closed my thumb, and was like, "Here, look, I can do a fist. I can do a fist. Yes, no, I can do a fist." And so when it came time to the, she eventually found out, but never she never told the doctor that. She told my parents that, but she didn't tell the doctor about that. So we went to the doctor's office, and he's like, "Can you make a fist?" And my parents are like, "Watch out! She does this thing with her thumb." And I was like, "Can y'all please be quiet? I'm gonna get out of this. I'm done with physical training." Which I guess thinking about it now I probably should have just stuck with it a little bit longer because I don't know it just seems reasonable to stick with it so that you have complete full movement in your hand but no <laughs> so I do the little fist thing and I tricked the doctor he let me out of physical training my parents thought I actually made a fist because I did it behind my back <laughs> I don't know how they didn't catch the drift of that but I got out of it scout free so I was feeling like a cool man but to this day I still can't make a fist and it's like you know there's the three parts of your finger I can't move the very top like I know you're not supposed to but I can't like bring that up into the fist that's how bad it is but in my hands a little crooked so like my ring fingers a little to the side and so is my um, middle but other than that it's pretty good and <laughs> so yeah that's basically the story of when I got surgery you're welcome for filling in. <laughs> Alright, well, thanks for listening. I'm out. Peace.